Masters. Hey, what do you think you're doing? What are you guys doing in your podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
it is a free cool thing right that people seem to be enjoying and we're not asking for money but what i would actually ask for is instead <laughs> of money if you do feel some kind of gratitude if you feel something like i've enjoyed the lads i've enjoyed what they're talking about i'd like to give something back please do don't give us a cent all we ask is just take that little link click that little share button think of a friend or a loved one who enjoys postulation in their spare time and just send it on send it their way maybe with no context and don't even explain just send it and just be like i'm gone or you can say hey here's a podcast i'm listening to you might like it these guys talk about all sorts of random stuff but it's pretty good anyway the point is we're all about now just getting this thing into some ears as many ears as possible so we need your help to do that yeah and so please do this season listeners give the gift of postulation what more could anybody want exactly than postulation that's all we want for christmas all i want for, yeah geez <laughs> and that's how we started we started in the first episode talking about christmas music too early too early to go there too now. early it's for still, your favorite but August, we but, will uh, come around to it later this year because it is it's something we've kind of been founded on it is when we get to the postulation versary as we are of course going to do in december uh, episode 50 or thereabouts you know we yeah. will we will have to uh, retread our steps maybe do a listen back to episode one absolutely classic wow absolutely Sometimes. which listeners you can also go back and listen to past episodes if you're new to the podcast find yeah. a topic you're interested in or not interested in and become intrigued by it. we've noticed that actually we get our little bit of analytics and we've noticed in the last couple of weeks some of you listeners have been really diving into the back catalog mm-hmm. mostly in the last 10 or so but also right back to the start and uh, we heartily encourage that please do um go back and even let us know of all the episodes so far which ones are really standing out which are the ones that you're like that was a banger we we, we want to know absolutely but first neil mm. it's episode 31 it sure is it starts now because i need you to help me fight a war of attrition that i have going okay. on the home front oh okay oh yeah this is happening I actually didn't right know now you had any wars Life. ongoing oh yeah well you know we like to keep it quiet but yeah. it's uh it's going from a cold war to a hot one. Oh damn okay and I'm calling you in because you've proven your abilities at conflict resolution on the podcast before. At least once. Yes, at least once. Lest I remind listeners of a flight you took sandwiched in between our very own listeners of the podcast, Chris Rock and Will Smith. We haven't confirmed that they don't listen, so therefore it's safe to assume they do. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of how we do it with yeah. all our analytics. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Yeah. On that flight, a la Henry Kissinger... You coined the term Parmesan diplomacy. Funny enough, I think you actually coined it, but I'll, I'll let oh, you... Uh, we yeah, we share credit on yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to probably need a bit of Parmesan diplomacy here. Okay. So there's a whole backstory. I need you to bear with me. If anything is unclear, please don't hesitate because we need to get this just right. Okay, maybe I should take notes as we go here. Mental notes. Mental notes. That'll be good enough. So Neil, we've discussed before on the podcast what our grocery shopping habits are. And you know that... We get food delivered on Mondays. Was a great investment into the marriage. Fantastic. Saves a ton of time. I love to cook, so it's nice also that we just get ingredients and then you put it together. Now, what happened is there's a cooling box that comes, right? So you you have like a box with, let's say, your pantry stuff, the non-perishables, right? And then there's a styrofoam box, right, with a bunch of ice inside and the things that need to keep cool. So in case you would wake up two hours later on a Monday, the food doesn't go bad. Very sensible, I said. Now, inside that cooling box is not just little ice cubes like slushy ice, but it's also some ice packs, okay? Little white bags of ice to keep it, you know, at the right temperature. Now, 
Maria and I were alternating, you know, who was unpacking it on Mondays. Not like by a set schedule, but whoever would get to it first or get up first, whatever. And there were always these packs. And in the beginning, I was like, okay, that's quite cool. You know, an ice pack can always come in handy. So I was taking the ice packs out of the box while I was unloading the food and putting them in the freezer, right? Because that's where you put an ice pack. Fast forward about, you know, a year of us getting these these deliveries. And for about half of them, roughly, on average, I've, I've unpacked. And uh, I hear Maria yelling from the kitchen. Why do we have so many ice packs the freezer can open? Ooh. Yeah. Problem. She actually needed the freezer that day. And I go, well, they come with the food box. <laughs> she wasn't asking where they came from. She was asking why we had them. Right. But okay. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes, yes. But why do we have so many ice packs? To my point. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I go, well, they come with the food box. Don't you, where do you put the ice packs when you unload? And she says, I put them back in the box, which the guy replaces the next week, right? So because you you empty the box and then you sit it outside for a week and the next week he exchanges, environmentally friendly. So she puts them in the box and the guy uh, was taking them away, which I didn't know. Great. So I'm a a learning guy like you. Mm Mm-hmm. I took the learning, took it on the chin. I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing that too. So I started to do that. All right. So every week, every Monday, I'm unloading, cheekily putting the ice bag back in the box. Mm. No more problems with the freezer. Fast forward two months ago-ish, three months ago now, we moved to a new place. All right? Yeah. Same food delivery. We get the whole process kickstarted. And now I don't know if it's another guy delivering here than in the other places. And one morning, I find the new box there. The guy took away the old box with the ice bags on the ground in front of my door. Oh. And I say, okay, that's weird. Did I do something wrong? Did I maybe have them hanging out or, or whatever? And uh, forget about it for a week. The next week, <laughs> same thing happens. Same thing yeah. happens. <laughs> We are three months later, and this war is still ongoing. Oh, no. I'm still putting it in the box, and the guy is dumping it in front of my step. What, I need you then? And what happens then? When you find it dumped, do you just put it in the bin then, or what? Or you put it in the freezer? Or like- I put it in the new empty box from that week. Oh, yeah. This is petty. So there's been... But now we have an issue. Yeah. Because now there are so many ice packs that I can't really fit them in the box anymore. Yeah, because it's a bigger... Each time, it's a bigger amount. It accumulates. Relentlessly cumulative. Oh, dear. Um, I need your help. Okay. I actually, in this scenario, think it's unwinnable because what you have here is an unbelievably stubborn counterpart who is probably equally as stubborn as you are. So... Would you describe me as stubborn? In this scenario, yes. Okay. So... There is a third way forward here. Mm -hmm. And I actually tried one of these meal kits before, which came with ice packs as well. But they gave a very special tip with the ice packs. They said... Okay. You wait for the ice packs to defrost and use them to water your plants. Oh, now really? Reason is because you can't drink it. It's like you, who knows? No. You know, it's it's industrial. Would never drink ice. Don't don't go for that. It's in plastic bags. No, way. <laughs> but you can uh, use that water to water plants. I see a plant over here just behind you. That's uh, right. That's one right. So what you could do as an act of you know uh, contrition, or at least of uh, you know making the peace with this guy, mm-hmm. is just one day. 
not have any ice packs in the thing he clearly doesn't want them let's be honest like he's yeah. not he's not being ambiguous in his messaging he's like mm-hmm. do not give me any ice packs all right uh so what you could do is just take them all cut them all open and they'll end up in a bucket or a jug or whatever all right and just use that to water the plants and then or pour it down the sink for all you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. but i do think i will water the plants yeah water the plants right okay now and then <laughs> and going forward I mean, th- this is your new mm. plant water. You're getting free plant water. Okay. Now, I know this is not what you wanted. You wanted me to solve this this dispute. But yes. the reason, I can already tell from 100 miles away, like, <laughs> he, this guy, whoever, could have, A, left a note, B, like, knocked on your door and said, hey, look, there's just, uh, you don't need to leave these in. But clearly, this guy is as stubborn as you are. Mm. Or girl, who knows? Yeah. We, it's a faceless uh, enemy yeah. we have here, right? And I would yeah. have to wait up for them because they deliver super early in the morning, yeah. like three or four in the morning, if I want to catch them in the act. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's mm. insane, though. Because I wonder, have they got instructions? Like, has mm. the business been like, hey, there's too many boxes coming back with ice packs in them, just dump those out before you come? Or is it this particular person's like, I'm not carrying that ice pack, that's not for me. You know, like. But my thought was, uh, they can reuse the ice packs the same way they reuse the boxes. Can you just freeze them not. again? Probably not from a health and safety point of view. Like, imagine okay. if, you, if you were auditing a company who did this god forbid i know and you asked them do you reuse your ice packs and they were like oh yeah yeah we use it we keep the food <laughs> you'd be like that is a what you don't know what the person did they could have taken that ice pack inside oh, no. and done god knows what with oh it, no and then put it back so wow. no it's one and done with those ice packs okay. i'm pretty okay. sure yeah so i get his point but now let's say i water all my plants every monday which could be a wonderful routine a little ritual Beautiful. to start the week right yeah, sustainable right very sustainable except for the unsustainable part of now i have all these empty plastic bags Does which go in the bin, unfortunately yes. i'm inclined to put them back in the pot <sighs> you are inclined to do that and that is that says more i think about you than than anything so far <laughs> like put them in the goddamn bin like it almost takes more effort to go back outside your apartment mm. and put them in the boxes that you're anyway shouldn't they be recycled they aren't going to be recycled anyway why not i believe that what's well what what recycling bin do you have for plastic bags they go in the black bin. They get, they're mm. going the general, you know. But there is a plastic bin also in my court. Is there? That's uh, yeah. fa- you fancy Copenhageners. I'm, yeah, I'm a Fred expert. We don't <laughs> yeah, have this yeah you're ten minutes down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a whole other discussion. But I, to be honest, think if you've recycled the water, you've already done a nice job for the environment. Right. You know, great gesture. You're bringing water back into the cycle. Okay, you know? it's fulfilling the life of a plant. So you can you can take the hit on the plastic bag. I think yeah. that's okay. And you're a big plant guy. I'm a declininglyly big plant guy. Each year we end up with one less plant than the year before. Was yeah. that after I donated my plant to you? That or? plant. Now I don't know if we have time to get into it, but that plant had a real roller coaster. It it was on the brink of death, and we nurtured it back to life. And then it also was like, okay, I'm actually going to die again. And then it, you know, it was a bit depressed plant. You know, it had many issues. That plant, I would say. I think the Copenhagen winters is where those issues start. Not probably. a plan. Yeah, not a fan of of the Copenhagen winters. Those plants. But yeah, we're down to three plants now, but they're all bangers. You know? Three plants in the whole house. Three on rotation that but I water. Top plants. Top, I mean, we only take... It's it's kind of like the uh, Hunger Games situation where we like get a lot of plants okay. and then the one, the ones that don't make it, they don't make it, unfortunately. But oh. that means that after a few years, you're left with banger plants. Only. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if you need some ice packs to water them. Because uh, I got that plenty. That is a great point. Yeah. They're right around yeah. the corner. Thanks for the offer. We'll definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. But uh, that is neither here nor there. Okay. I think... I think... I've solved this problem for you. Not the way you wanted it, but I do think I've no, solved it. No, it's not a stalemate. It's not a peace treaty. Mm. It's me succumbing to defeat. That was your solution, essentially. It's you being the bigger man, though, I think. Oh, is that the way? I think what you could even okay. do 
what would be a nice way to cap all this off is one day take all the ice packs out and then just leave a little piece of paper with a little smiley face on it just a little just a little two dots and a smile you know and then just put that there and say nothing else they'll get it okay and then you'll probably get a note back with like a smiley face or something else you'd hope I think this could be the start of a beautiful uh, friendship actually a friendship a correspondence if you will a blind correspondence pen pals wow Okay. Maybe I just like to see the good in people, but I don't want to... Who's Meg Ryan and who's Tom Hanks? We'll have to flip a coin, actually, for that Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Hopefully you're Tom, but I can't guarantee that. Well, you never know. You just never know. You never know. And on that note, Neil, I thank you so much for this diplomatic support. I do what I can. Bringing out the full power of the bureaucracy behind you. And we're going to take a quick break and come back with our core segment for today, listeners. Listeners, welcome back once again to Lost in Postulation. We are, yeah, see, yeah, mixing it up, mixing <laughs> it up. Keep on their toes, those listeners, yeah. Breaking up the syllables. Exactly. Um, so we are back and we are here to do our main segment for today, which is a trip once again to the Scenario Machine. What? Yeah, long time coming, the Scenario Machine. We think... And we could verify this, but we're going to go see to the pants here. We think we last had the scenario machine on in episode two. Episode two called Wrapping Scenarios. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And funny enough, weirdly enough, we never felt the need to bring it back. No. We never felt that pull of the scenario machine, but it was always there, at least for me, in the back of my mind. When are we going to do the scenario machine again? It was a lot of fun. We had uh, skipping with, I think it was Miley Cyrus, was it? Or? Skipping with Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jump roping for jump, the Americans in the audience. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had something with uh, Prince Charles. Oh, uh, when he was already king. king, I believe. Yeah, King so Charles. Show some yeah. respect. Not, okay. I will not be doing that. Not yeah. your king, I know, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. No, you were pumpkin carving with King uh, Charles. Oh, yeah, and I said he wasn't going to be up for it. Yeah, right. yeah. This was a, and there was one more, I think, but like, it is. There was one more. I yeah. do not remember, but so there you go. Uh, we're it was to, wild. We're here to create some equally memorable scenarios here today. And we are going to be, this is all I know about it because Nicola has prepared this one. Yeah. We are going to be diving into a topic that came up on last week's episode a little bit unintentionally as we were talking about podcasters and Conan yeah. came up. Conan and O'Brien. I think we kind of dropped the reference that he might be one of the better talk show hosts of all time. All right. And so from that nugget of uh, inspiration, we have drawn the next scenario machine uh, scenario the scenario machine is back and listeners who don't know it's an actual machine where i plug in neil and one of these talk show hosts into it yeah and we get prompted and it's, then neil has to roll with it it's a really advanced uh, piece of kit here the button says get inspired it does it's a weird yeah i think it's for machine. it's for writers actually to get yeah. like writing prompt exactly we people, are, people are definitely imagining a physical machine. We should probably clarify it is, it is an app or a website. But yeah. anyway, still equally as much a machine as anything else. We have single-person scenarios, mm-hmm. three-person scenarios, cast of character scenarios. But before we get into that, Neil, you know, our listeners know you very much as the person that has Don't slammed open oh. the door that separates us mere mortals from the music industry. <laughs> Now it's getting, it's gone. At first it was fun and then it was kind of kind of cute. And now it's like, stop saying this. At least it was cute at one point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I appreciate exactly. that. Yeah. But would you consider you have a similar role to talk shows? Uh, keeping my foot firmly jammed in the door that separates uh, that, yeah. that whole thing with talk shows? No, I've never hosted a talk. Well, unless you call this a talk show. But yeah, I've never yeah, well. been hosting. Mo- Although I have done some MC work. I have... Uh, 
uh, what, what would you say I was? Toastmaster at your wedding as well as a couple well, of indeed, other things? exactly. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I, I'm not like oblivious to the world of uh, saying stuff into a microphone. That's, that's for sure. Well, yeah. More than 30 hours on this podcast alone. But Neil, true. regardless of that, we're going to go through some of these scenarios or you're going to walk me through some of these scenarios and then see where the postulations take us about talk shows in general. 100%. Let's do it. You ready for the first one? I think so. Plugging into the machine now. Neil and Jimmy Fallon oh, no. go to a kickboxing class. Oh, no. Uh, to clarify now, is it being filmed for his show or is it literally just me and him go to a kickboxing class? Yeah. Um, no, it's you and him go to a kickboxing class on a Saturday. He's not oh, filming on Saturday. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, and I did say this in the last episode. I'm not a big Jimmy Fallon. That's where I got fan. all of this inspiration and from. You were, yeah, you, you were kind of surprised because you are pro Jimmy, right? You're like more. You know? I love the posit- positivity and the enthusiasm, the energy, and oh, the games. Well, okay, so here's how I see this. I can already see it like very clearly, right? Okay. Imagine um, he's moved to Copenhagen or he's here on holiday or whatever, and I'm also on a bit of a spur of the moment. I'll do a bit of kickboxing, right? Mm-hmm. So we show up, we, me and him are the two new beginners, and he starts acting exactly. Exactly like he acts when David Blaine comes on Jimmy Fallon. Have you seen whenever or any magician that he gets on? Mm-hmm. Have you seen what he does when he when magicians are on in particular? Doesn't he get super excited like a little yeah. kid basically? But like annoying, like yeah. clearly amped up, like banging over, on the table. Well, he does that for everybody. Yeah, but that's for true. the for the magicians, he does this other thing where he pretends he's like super afraid or like no 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 oh my god oh my god you know. Yeah. And I guarantee again. <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right, so this will be fun, the kickboxing. And he'll be like, oh, no, 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 I'm so scared. Oh, my God, dude, I'm so nervous. No, no, no. Like, how are we going to, oh, my God. And I'll just be like, yeah, 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 totally. Actually, it probably will be fine because we're like, it's a beginner class. Like, how bad can it be? Right. And then he'll be like, oh, no, 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 don't hit me, don't hit me. Just like from from word one, you know. And then pro- just the classic Fallon stuff. Like, the instructor will be like, okay, so everybody grab a buddy. Hopefully someone who's not too much bigger than you. And he'll be like, ah. Slamming, <laughs> slamming his hand on the air because he's not very tall. He's not very tall, and also there's no table for him to slam his hand on. But he'll he will be slamming his hand on something, right? His little knee, who knows? He'll it's be like finding a tick, ways. Almost, it, it could well be. I like not to take away from him as a guy. He's talented. You he's, already he's, have. I have. Oh, sorry, not to take no. any more because <laughs> he is talented. I think he's musically quite talented i think he'd even surprisingly just, yeah, great like singer performances yeah. are all good i and maybe it's someone has told him to do talk shows a certain way or to act a certain way but I, and i don't know what it is i don't know why i react this way but it really grinds my gears something about indian oh, yeah, here we go something about the inauthenticity of it that grinds my gears so okay. me and him and kickboxing i think by the end of the hour if it wasn't if i didn't know it was jimmy fallon i'd be coming home and saying to to yura i'd be like there's this guy at the kickboxing class who absolutely wound me up jimmy from kickboxing he doesn't he laughs at everything and i mean everything <laughs> like the people just say okay everybody pair up and he goes ah, ha, ha, ha. like no what a take i think you're gonna turn off some listeners on that one i think he's got quite a base no what do you mean, no? no. He's been hosting the put thing a, for like 15 years. Yeah, but put up a poll and from our listeners, our smart listeners, I'm very sure. You'll be <laughs> you shocked. You think? You'll be shocked. Yeah, seriously. If you go, Jimmy Fallon, yes or no? Just like, good or bad? I bet you we're going to get 60% no's. That's okay. My, that's my take. 60%. Maybe I'm I'll wrong take you too. Maybe I'm so wrong So you wouldn't even watch like an interview on YouTube that he's no, doing to no. somebody else you're really interested in? Definitely not. I would actually 
if it was someone I was really interested in, I'll go watch them on Hot Ones because these days, mm. everyone who's done Jimmy Fallon is also doing Hot Ones. I don't there. like the Hot Ones guy, for oh, example. He's good. Sean He's Evans. so boring. Nah, he's cool. What is he cool? Because his questions are really, really good. He's mm. like, if you, if you, the, the research that goes in, I'm sure it's not him that does it, but he coaches them through the wings in a very good way. Yeah. And the questions are like, not just like, how crazy was it to be on set with Spider-Man? It's like, so you've done these type of films, which is a bit of a departure from what you studied in college, which was in fact this. Have you ever thought about how it interlinks? And they're like, oh my God, that is a great question, you know? But he is teleprompted. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like, and he's not natural, right? And no. he's very easy to make fun of for being a very kind of robotic and right. a bit like uh, formulaic in what he says, because he's always he says everything the same way every time. But I do think he gets something out of the guests. Like if you watch some of the recent ones that he's had on, he actually, like uh, Gal Gadot was on it, who I wasn't a fan of going in. Cause Wonder I was like, Woman. Yeah, because I was like, ah, she's kind of like very kind of artificial and like celebrity on best behavior. But she just was totally natural and he really like brought it out of her. Okay. And by the end of it, I was like, yeah, Gal Gadot's quite, quite cool actually. So all of this to say, if I was a, a celebrity's agent and I was like, where do I put them? I wouldn't put them on Jimmy Fallon. I would put them on Hot Ones every wow. time. And wow. you'll see that in the quality of the guests that Hot Ones has. I know this isn't at all what the no. scenario plan or scenario machine was about, but sorry, I had to uh, give Sean Evans a shout out. But there you go. Sean Evans is his name, not to be confused with Chris Evans. Or any other Chris, like Chris Pine. You can really start going the Hollywood uh, chain of Chris's. Um, back to the kickboxing real quick, though. Yes. Let, let's get a bit more into the actual act okay, okay. of the kicking and boxing kicking how and do you think boxing. jimmy would do physically pretty, athletically pretty good he's in yeah. shape right he's he's done a bit of dancing as i recall and he's mm. one of those like anyone who's famous now in in hollywood like say uh what's his name like ryan reynolds right he's known for being an actor but of course he's also an amazing singer of course he's also an amazing dancer you know mm. like they've all been through the schools and all this and so is he right i'm sure right. he's like done years of acting multifunctional school. exactly acting school would would imbue all of this in you I guess so he's probably an amazing singer I think he does sing as well yeah yeah so I think his, he started more with singing skits back on SNL ah, and stuff okay. yeah. exactly so his coordination is probably great if he's done any dancing he's like able to pick things up very fast he's not a very aggressive guy I don't think and because of what I said earlier how he's going to be acting he's going to be like oh no oh no uh, let me just do uh, no no I'm just going to you know like he's all going to be very like like a little oh. mosquito kind of dancing around Jimmy. so I think his punches and kicks won't be very strong, but he will at least be able to execute the moves visually matching what the coach is like okay. asking him to do. Better um, than you or worse than you? Better than me, but that's just that says more about me than Jimmy, I think. Yeah. It's just that I'm not exceptionally very good at many sports. You've got a long kick, though. Got long legs. Wish I could put them right. to better use. Okay, but, Yeah, I mean, just the coordination again. Like, you'd be surprised how all-encompassing bad coordination is for sports, you know? It really hits almost every sport. Yeah. Sadly. Well... Does that make Jimmy Kimmel your favorite Jimmy of the late night game? That's such a tough call, actually. Cause you don't Kim- like him Kimmel, either. Cause oh. Kimmel, yeah, but listen, I have a lot of good things to say about the host. You've been just picking the two <laughs> that I have things to say about. So between Fallon and Kimmel, I think Kimmel edges it for me just because mm. him and Matt Damon's ongoing beef is quite funny. That's historic. It must yeah. be going on since 20 years now. And I, I think they do it in a good way. Like at the end of every episode, he always says, this, or he used to always say the same thing, which is yeah. like, sorry to Matt Damon, we ran out of time, we'll get you next time. You right. know, But he he never delivers it with a wink and a nod. It's right. always like dead serious. It's as, kind as of if, like us with Roy's corner. Exactly. Sorry yeah. to Roy, we'll get you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. But uh, I like I like Kimmel for that. Otherwise, I think he's very average. I always, I used to always look at him and be like, why did we all think this mm. guy is like so special to be having his own show, you know? Okay. 
He's just like, what's where's the where's the spark? Where's the? All right. Mm. Well, we'll look for that spark in the Uh-oh. scenario machine. Oh damn! This is a three-person scenario. Oh, you ready? Yeah. Plugging it in. Here we go. Get inspired. Oprah, oh. Conan, yeah, O'Brien, uh-huh. Oprah Winfrey, Conan O'Brien, and Neil have a sleepover. Oh, already. Funny enough, the first thing. My the first place my mind went was I feel sorry for Oprah actually. Oh yeah, like, yeah, because it's going to be one of those things where I, me and Conan have a lot to catch up on, right? Because we could, if he's willing, both Irish, yeah, for one, both uh, very pale and with ginger uh, <laughs> hair follicles for one, for another, but also like if he's willing to talk about The Simpsons, I will talk to him about or talk at him about The Simpsons for a very long time, specifically the episodes he's worked on, and uh, nothing after season say ten or whatever, but right, right. at least like the classics, seasons like five, six, seven, eight, I think that he worked on, amazing, amazing stuff. So we'll have a lot to talk about, and I just don't think Oprah is that into The Simpsons. The Simpsons, no, mm, maybe not. Like she's lovely, like uh, obviously an absolute treasure and like one of the most beloved celebrities in america i guess a goat one of them at least yeah if she was in if she was british she would have been made a dame by now you know oh yeah like she's extremely beloved in that sense but i just don't think me and her are gonna click i think her and conan will get on fine like if i go to the bathroom or if like yeah guys i'm just gonna get a a glass of water i'll come back and they'll be like "Ah!" like they probably know each other quite well they've crossed paths for sure and then i'll feel bad coming back because i'll be like oh what are you guys talking about Mm. they'll be like oh no it's just this uh the hollywood thing like it's fine and then i'll be like oh Oh, okay that's tough you can tell me like it's fine no 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 it's fine you wouldn't get it that that would be painful but then i would just corner conan again and be like oh conan it reminds me of uh like the b sharps episode from the simpsons where you did the barbershop quartet (laughs) and then oprah's gonna and then oprah's out okay Okay. she's on her phone because like this is this is now you know like so we're not kids it's a sleepover but we're all adults you know yeah. so she's gonna be like um takes the phone out and she's like yeah these guys are still talking about the simpsons yeah. you know i think uh i think it would be a really tricky dynamic to navigate mostly for me ruining it for for them so common ground seems to be the key hurdle here so yeah. let, let's work with that for a bit okay. what could common ground be yeah that lands you oprah and conan all in the same place a lot I, for film, perhaps. Yeah, I was thinking. I actually was music. going there. I was going there. I may, yeah, I think Conan likes music, but I think we could get into the film stuff about like, hey, has anyone seen Barbie? What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, like Oprah has a book club. Yeah, she does. She does have a book club. Uh, we could talk books. That's for sure. I can raise Kazuyo Ishiguro as I always do when books come up. You're mad. Yeah, yeah, never miss a chance to. Who you to rejected to climb up Everest with? Lest I remember. That was ageism and a few other things, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was for the best. He didn't want to go. But I think we would have a few things to talk about, but definitely it's a sleepover and we're going to stay up all night. And I just think by hour like two or three, all of us are going to be thinking, oh, this is kind of, it's not a great sleepover. Can we have alcohol? Is there alcohol at the sleepover? I, I mean, I don't see why not. Like yeah. you said, you're not yeah. kids anymore. I think, I think if there was shots and there was a few things, yeah, yeah. I just, it really, I, I would struggle to come up with a scenario of why this would have happened. Even more so than the kickboxing one. This is hard to think why we're having a sleepover. You're a fan of both, though. Oh, yeah. Both more, of their work. 100%. More respect for Oprah. I'm not going to be like, guess who my favorite talk show host is? Oprah, you know? Right. Like, it's, that's not the case. But I think a lot of people would say that, too. It's more like respect, you know? Yeah. years of work building her empire also i think she was one of those kind of like from nothing or she really had to like she was self-made in that sense you know so massive respect for the journey and the great struggle. interviewer too actually oh yeah exactly yeah. and able to connect with the guests and get a lot out of them you know all this is good but as for someone who i want to watch it's like conan is top 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 of my list like all, all day so he wins in that sense 
Okay, okay. And the sleepover, you know, it, it goes fine, but you might not do it again. I think so. I think, um, look, we're all going to come away from this night, and if someone asks us, we're all going to say, that was weird. Mm. There was, like, even for Oprah, she's going to be like, yeah, Conan was there, and this Irish guy, is he, oh, is he famous? No, there's nothing about him. I don't know, I don't know why he was there. Like, it, it's going to be bizarre for everyone, you know? Right. But I'm fine. Like, I'm happy to have been there. It'll be a story I tell my family. Like I said this in the first time as well. It'll be a story forever. But I don't think I will actually have had that good a time. You know? Okay. Sadly, okay. Sadly. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's more, yeah, it's more just my own guilt of like, look, you guys are amazing. I'm not, I can't entertain you, you know? Right. I don't have that much to offer. I'm not a celebrity, you know? Yeah. I'll, I just have a podcast. Just. I right. mean, we can listen to all 30 episodes and that'll take us... Uh, well, yeah, right that'll be morning. quite a long sleepover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, I think it will go fine. It's just like, I just think the dynamic will be tricky between us three. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get any tips from them on how to host? Oh, 100%. Really? I, would, I would bore the hell out of them in that yeah. sense. But I, I wonder, like, what topic can I ask them that they're not going to be like, oh, I've been asked this a thousand times. Right, you know? right. I don't know. It's like, these, this is our free time. You know, this is not work time. Everyone's just trying to relax and have a good sleepover, you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the sleepover. That is the sleepover. With Oprah and Conan. Conan, which, if we took the Irish pronunciation, would be Conan? Uh, actually, no? not so much. Like, uh, Conan is not a very common Irish name, first of all. It's oh, wow. more of a common surname. So there's a rugby okay. player. Yeah, there's a rugby player for the Irish team called Jack Conan, for Conan. example. Conan, yeah. Um, but no, actually, like, I don't know many Conan. Connell would be one, like, mm-hmm. with an L. Like, yeah. uh, that's uh, a name you hear a little bit. And Connor, of course. Yeah. But yeah, Conan, not so much. Okay, well, there you go. He's, he's from Boston, anyways. He's from Boston. Boston. He's a Charles Town. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. One more scenario. One more scenario. You ready for the machine? From the machine. Crank that machine. We're plugging it in. Three people again. Here we go. Graham the Cracker Norton. Neil... And Ellen DeGeneres oh, no. gets stranded in a small town. Oh, that's a that's an interesting one. Now, where is the small town U.S. or do we want to put a put a pin in the map? So let's put a pin in the map. Okay, let's go back to somewhere we've been before Ooh. doing Google reviews. Yeah, yeah, I say let's go back into the Black Country, Blackburn, Wolverhampton, mm. North okay. of Birmingham. Yeah, but really like. Small, town. small, small, yeah. like one pub town, Bracknell or Winnersh, or yeah, Tapley something like that, or, or like, your favorite, Northamptonshire. Even that's right? a, a bustling metropolis right. compared to some of these I just <laughs> mentioned. But okay, let's do that. The scenario as to how we were there, let's say a car crash. So okay. those those two are going to some kind of big uh, famous event together. Yeah, they're in a black, uh, you know, one of those like celebrity transport. Oh, they're not vehicles. driving. No, no, exactly. Okay. But then I'm on my little uh, holiday where I've rented a car and I'm driving around the black country, you know, doing some lakes or whatever. One and of then, your favorite parts in the world. Just, exactly. Head on collision. Both oh, of shit. our cars. Then we're fine. Everyone's fine. Okay. Somehow. But uh, the cars are out of action and we're like, all of our phones broke in the crash. So we're just, like, you can see I'm, I'm reaching here, but so we're all stuck in this town basically. We're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? That's, is that what, this is the yeah, direction you're that's thinking? the vibe. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's, it's up to you. I think, I would be such a passenger, such a backseat passenger in this scenario that I would come away later literally feeling embarrassed by how little I helped in this scenario. Because you have, in Graham Norton, the most chatty, outgoing, 
ready to talk to anybody person. And then Ellen, who's also extremely outgoing and chatty and ready to talk to anybody. I actually think I was, I knew this was coming up uh, today, this topic about talk show hosts. And I was thinking about Ellen and I'm like, mm. I actually think right now the needle has swung too far back on Ellen. That everyone, everyone's treating her really badly now because apparently she's really mean to her staff or right. you know, she's bad all uh, workplace culture, right? Exactly. But actually I think that's too much. Like, Okay, mm. fine if you don't like her. If like uh, James Corden, we don't like him. He's annoying, and apparently he's also a bit of an asshole. He had a restaurant incident. Exactly, but he's it, never yeah. been an asshole to me, so it's fine. Like, I, <laughs> fair I, enough. I'm not going to judge him on that because it's like just chat online. Who knows if it's true, kind of right. And similarly with Ellen, like, okay, maybe she is not very nice, and maybe she's been mean to her staff, or whatever. But she's done a pretty damn good job in a very male-dominated industry. Oh, big time! Where she's had to really fight and like pave her way and do things her way. She's had she has her quirks and ways of doing things. And I don't necessarily agree with them i don't i don't think her dancing at the start of the show is is particularly cool but like she has <laughs> the one with george w was phenomenal exactly yeah <laughs> but uh she she's latched onto it and she said look this is me this, I, i'm this quirky individual and it's worked i think for a very long time until she was cancelled but uh anyway so all, uh, an impassioned defense of ellen degeneres yeah that's the only one where because i think mostly we have got talk show hosts figured out pretty well mm-hmm. and like we have them in although you and me and you me and jimmy fallon have a bit of yeah that we'll have to settle that out. score yeah. for sure but i think mostly we have a, a good read of like who's good who's bad who's you know but i do think ellen's getting a bit of a raw deal so i'm happy to be stranded in this town with ellen i think she's going to do a great job okay. she's going to be knocking on doors saying do you guys have a phone can we call somebody you know like she'll be she'll be in there graham will be having a great time as well he'll probably be making the most of it having a great time saying, isn't this crazy isn't this mad mm-hmm. you know like just big wine guy loves the wine right off oh, i mean as much as any Irishman, yeah. right? He loves a bit of wine, so we will probably stop in a pub, take a break, have a few drinks. He'll be—he he is just so good. I know I said Conan is probably top tier, but I do think Graham Norton is actually top tier. There's a theme here huh, of your fellow also, Celtic brethren being your favorite. I really don't think that—that's why. Like, I know, I know it's obvious. Imagine if, <laughs> imagine if there was a list of footballers and two of them were Italian, and you were like, these two are the best ones. Of course, I would say, hmm. Right, why, right. Why are you the reasons for that, right? But really, like seriously, they are so good. And Craig, I, I Craig Ferguson, I bring into this group, also being Celtic, but also you know he is also really good. Yeah. So I think there's something there. Maybe it's in our culture or our heritage or history or whatever. But I do think there's something about Irish people or Irish descended people or or Celtic descended people and their ability to I don't know regale an audience or to keep them entertained or something. Yeah. The best ones at it. I mean, like, and to annoying. keep a conversation going, also, right? Well, here like, I am yapping away. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, For thirty plus hours of Neil Fitzpatrick, you had your intro about the plastic bags, right? So we get, we get uh, <laughs> that Neil was a Pine. serious issue, you know, to resolve. We are balancing the scales, sir. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, so you're in the on. small town. You've gone to the pub. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. We're not in any rush. I think that's the thing. Clearly, I think these two people are are quite good with their perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. they're they're going to be like, hey, look. We're not going to make it. It's already too late. Our yeah. phones are all dead. The event's probably halfway over now. Let's just have a good evening here. Try and get a use of a phone. Call for some help, you know. Pints, pizzas, all the way. I want a pizza. I hope we can find a pizza in that. A pub pizza? Do you really? In the black country? I'm going to take what I can get, to be honest. Oh, wow. Probably the first available thing will be a chipper, you know? Yeah. Or a takeaway, like a Chinese takeaway oh. or something. Shepherd's but, pie? Or, eh, yeah. That would not be high on my list, I must say. Not a fan of not the, a fan the of old the English salty pies, savory pies. Certainly not, me. no. Although shepherd's pie isn't a pie necessarily. I mean, it's, oh, here it's, we go. it's potatoes with minced beef, you know? Right, so it's, right. Uh, it's a different thing. Pub food. Yeah. English pub yeah, yeah, food, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, Ital- you would, which you would differentiate from Irish pub food. Right? I would argue so, yeah. Although I'm not going to ever pretend that Irish food is like anything to uh, write home about. 
it has its place in my heart, but it's not a particularly uh, Michelin star level stuff we're talking about here. But and yes, I digress, listeners. Mm. But bear with me. Bear. Irish whiskey or Scotch? Mm. You know, Scotch whiskey is generally perceived to be better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I was to express an opinion myself, it would have to be. I would have to admit it would be partially false, right? Because like wine i'm a bit like if i'm in the mood for wine i'm gonna like wine you know right and i i just don't i can't pretend to say that like you know i'm a chablis man myself you know or like you know this cab sav is like not for me i'm just like i'm really like this is a red wine you know and i can i can identify it by by its color you know that's that's kind of where my analysis ends you know mine too Uh, and similarly with scotch or irish right i i I think it's great for people who can sip whiskey and go oh irish hmm," Hmm. you know or go like oh that's that's obviously very scotch you know but i'm just like it's whiskey you know, right. and I've even been there. I've I've been the owner of many whiskey bottles. When I'm like, I like this one, I like that one. Mm. It turns out I like all of them because they're just whiskey and I like whiskey. Right. You know, so where do I land on the Irish Scotch? You can kind of hear it's just that like my patriotism would say Irish, my ignorant uh, tasting palate would say both. You know, right? And that's where we end up. Indifference. So Graham is having a wine. What is Eleanor having? I think she could be. The, I guarantee, in fact, that she's the type of person who would walk up to the bar and go, "What's good here?" You know? Yeah. What do the locals drink here? You know? It's a good attitude to have. This is the thing. Right. I'm inspired by these people, by their yeah. attitude to the world, genuinely. Yeah. I think this is why they end up in these positions. Yeah. And it's also why I'm frustrated but like by Jimmy Kimmel. Because, like, why? He's not one of them. He's not like Fallon this. Fallon or Kimmel? Uh, Kimmel. Fallon, okay. Fallon is one of these people. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, th- this the positivity, is right? Yeah. Contagious. Is, yeah. Contagious positivity at an epic scale where they will literally walk into any situation and be like, I can't wait to be here, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't wait to find out what's going on here, you know, whereas I'm so the opposite where like, usually if I'm walking into a situation, it's like, I can't wait to get out of here. I can't, when am I, when, I, when do I get to leave here? You know? So, or, or at least I'm not going to do the thing of like, okay, I'm in this terrible situation. What's the best I can make of it here? I'm more like, how do I get out of here? Like, how do I end this as soon as possible? You know? So I do think they would be the positive. And again, like I said, at the start, I would come away from this situation thinking, God, I'm such a downer. But you know, mm. but I was, I spent the whole time looking up taxi apps and like ordering taxis and stuff. And they're going to be like, oh, let's have food. No, let's chill. You know, I think they would elevate you. I think they oh, would think? appear to be so interested in what you're doing. That could be true. Which would make you feel so uncomfortable knowing you. Perhaps. Right. Yeah. 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 But still. There you go. I mean, that is the thing. If, if they took an interest and they were like, no, so what's your deal? You know, I think that would be cool. I think we would get on well, but I just think, I just think they would be more interested in the environment. They were like, we're stuck in this back end of nowhere town. Mm. Let's find out about it. Let's talk to the people. Who are the cool guys around here? Like, what are the funny stories that you guys have? You know, they'll want to kind of learn more about it. I think it would be great if you could hook up the mics. That is the thing. I don't, in this scenario, I haven't traveled with my mobile podcasting studio, unfortunately. So I have to resort to maybe a phone mic. I do a little interview that way. Yeah. But other than that, it's going to be... Strictly memories only. Well, thank you to the Scenario Machine for oh, providing us machine, with that. Machine, machine, you've done it again. Machine. The guy that has built the Scenario Machine actually has uh, a little button below the Get Inspired where you can buy him a coffee. Hey, there you so, go. So, shout out to whoever invented it. Oh, we're not going to buy him a coffee, but we are definitely no. going to share. And just a disclaimer, it is not us. I promise it is no. not us. So, that money does not go to us. It goes to, you know, this well, fella. Yeah. Buy him a coffee if you want. Absolutely. 100%. And while we're at it, let's round out on, you know, guest show hosts or you know talk, talk show hosts yeah, excuse yeah. me let's go through some of your favorites 
Yeah, so we had we had already Conan, who Conan, I absolutely love, yeah. and Graham Norton, who I rate. So those are my. And you said Craig Fergus. Mm, yes, I don't. I don't think I have enough input to put Craig in the same. And it's it's my fault. I just haven't watched enough of him. But everything I see of him, I like. When I, when he's been interviewing famously withdrawn celebrities, he really pulls it out of them, right? Gets them relaxed and comfortable, and like kind of seems to get them to forget about the cameras altogether. He really locks on, and not in a creepy way, but like really engages them, like sitting directly opposite them, and is like, "Yeah, so what's what's that like?" Or what, like just really yeah. wants to know, you know, which I think is great. So those, are, let's say, those are my top three, but there's a bit of a gap between okay. Graham and Conan, and then everybody else. I okay. think those two are just top two. And you appreciate Ellen. Yeah, for, a lot. Like for, but she's still not at that level. Okay. And I can yeah, appreciate fair. it. I think she's drastically underrated, but I don't think she's like top tier. She's daytime. Sadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's great. And she, yeah. she does it. It's her home turf. Yeah. You know, or did it. Um, thinking through the list, the only other ones I wanted to shout out were John Oliver, for one. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with John Oliver? Of course, well? HBO. Not really a talk show guy. Different vibe. Exactly. However, he does fit that suited behind a desk. You know, there are, in this Venn diagram, he does overlap quite a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And do would I rule out the possibility that he ever be a talk show host? No, I think he could uh, he could find his way there. Right. Once he's done doing rants for twenty minutes, like he does yeah. now, you know, he's very John Stewart fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, in a way, but HBO produced. He's taken up the mantle, I think, for John. Like, yeah, we we only have capacity for two or three of these at a time, so he's yeah. one of them. You know, we had Trevor Noah till recently. He went back to doing stand up. Another liked. one you don't like. I love Trevor Noah's stand up. Yeah, I think. See, yeah. that's the thing. I I think he was badly chosen to be a talk show host. I agree with you because he he never felt one hundred percent earnest. Like when he was mm. doing those speeches, those diatribes, or you know, those pre prepared kind of rants. Yeah, the monologues. It was so clearly written by a writing team, mm. and it was clearly not his his humor or his right. guy because I've seen his stand up and I was like this is not the kind of stuff right. you know? so I just always got this air of like ah oh, Trevor no like you know you don't need to do this you know yeah. just go be funny you know so, yeah. but John Oliver I do get the, the sense I know of course he has a writing team as well but he does come across with a bit more authenticity as yeah. in I'm interested in this topic you know so yeah I wanted to give a shout out to, to John and um, I would probably I, from the other list I'm like the rest I can take or leave yeah I think so and you know who I think we've lost whose trajectory has gone in just a horrible direction Mm. Stephen Colbert yeah he's not what he used to I mean I'm talking before he went on the on the late night circuit when he was still you know on Comedy Central with the Colbert Report or Mm. before that Mm. being spun off from the Daily Show yeah he was one of the funniest people I mean I was in school at the time and Mm. he was just hilarious we watched clips of him of him on loop was this when he was like still satirically Republican in character yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly now he's gone he probably if you only see his talk show stuff yeah. he seems like one of the most serious guys on that circuit oh. and I don't think he really pulls it off no I think that's why it's it too was political so, actually because yeah, the satire was so good cause, right because it was so like wow it's so believable you know yeah. and it was dumb and like you know he, yeah. he was skewering without without doing it like in your face but more just like gently skewering the right you know but I think now yeah probably all the gloves are off all the, the curtains been pulled back and it's just like yeah I'm I'm deeply left wing you know like it's it's it, no. none of the subtlety is there anymore right you know? right that makes sense not very interesting yeah who I think could make a great host I don't mm-hmm. think he'll ever do it because his career is phenomenal in sure. Hollywood now yeah. Steve Carell yeah yeah do you yeah, see yeah. it yeah totally so funny dry when he needs to be you know, empathetic when he needs to be. Absolutely. Ah, like, I mean, if he gets bored, if he gets bored with comedy or acting, I think he could just wrap it up. Like, this is his home turf, I would say. I wonder. 
Yeah, I think so. You could see it. I can't. I have to. I just had it as I was thinking about it. I had this niggle of doubt that you know, um, in uh, Anchorman, yeah, he plays Brick, who laughs very hard <laughs> at stuff that isn't that he doesn't understand. You know, and I was just worried that maybe that is actually how he would laugh. I love a, lamp. Uh, yeah, I love lamp. <laughs> Are you just saying things that you see? I think yeah. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> Oh, Brick, you uh, things got really out of hand there. <laughs> Anchorman needs to go back and watch it. But um, I do think that his laugh may come across like, <laughs> and it okay. might be too much for the for the, the laugh. Guys. Okay, I might need to tone down the laugh. Maybe I know I'm getting very specific already. Yeah, I'm well. critiquing someone who hasn't even done the thing that right, I'm critiquing exactly. them for. Who might not even want to do. That it. is my right as a right. podcaster. This is what I'm here to do. And now let's just end it on this. Hmm. Who would you have on the podcast as our first talk show guest? Whew. Let's let's have a real think here. I don't want to. I don't want to jump in and get this wrong. So Conan is a no because he has his own podcast. It's not yeah. new territory. Conflict of interest. Yeah, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. I mean, it would be a good time. The energy levels would be good all the way through. You'd be so happy to I'm be not here in the studio. Out. I would worry for your table. I would just hope that your table survives <laughs> well, the onslaught. You know? Anyone? You'd have to. Jeez, yeah. I mean, it's worth it's high ROI. Um, Kimmel's a no for me. Craig Ferguson would be cool. I think he would rip the absolute piss out of us. Like he, yeah. he just would be just be a so roast harsh. on us, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you amateur podcasters. Like, what do you like, think you're doing? Are you guys doing in your podcast? <laughs> like just absolutely like not holding back. And I think we need that. So I think that would be. I do uh, think. And from a Scott, it would just be phenomenal. Yeah. Oh geez, like he would not hold back. So oh, right, our Alan, listeners wouldn't maybe. understand half of what he says. Exactly. Exactly. Um, poor, poor Scott. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Scott. I think same with Graham Norton. Actually, I think he would probably be sneaking in his digs to us as well. Yeah. Uh, which I think we, again fully deserved some and shots exactly Seth Myers is not invited as we've talked about or yeah as we mentioned off air, oh, he's, well. he's not included nothing against Seth other than no. the fact that I just don't see him in this in this uh, esteemed company yeah John Oliver we could have although I think he's better with a script than without you know what I mean yeah I think he's he's not so good off the cuff he's better like with uh, with something to say not a podcaster yeah and John Stewart of course always welcome we've been on a podcast with John Stewart before. we have been exactly now just to explain to the listeners yeah. the format of that podcast was us and 20,000 people doesn't matter sitting in a room with him on stage but basically we and were, Dave Chappelle and Dave yeah my friend Dave smoking cigarettes on the stage chain smoking them yeah, yeah. Not a good idea. Don't do it, Dave. But no. in any case, <laughs> who's Dave? Chappelle. Oh, okay. Me and Dave. Uh, sorry. Um, my point. <laughs> my point, I suppose, just being that you know, I've worked with John Stewart before. Like we've been in similar rooms, so yeah. I just think you know, we, we need to move on. We need to find other um, people yeah, to work with. Yeah, exactly. Know, other creative thing. outlets, which could be Whoopi Goldberg. Could be Whoopi. I'm a big fan of Whoopi, actually. Always have been. Have you seen her work in The Little Rascals? Of course, I have. Fantastic. A legendary what a cameo. Great yeah. cameo. Yeah. It's had rare. the VHS. Exactly. Yeah. Wore out that VHS. Back to the start. Oh, back to the start. Yeah. What is Alfalfa going to do next? Yeah, it is exactly. a classic. Seriously, a great movie. The 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 car sequence at the end, like the, the car race is extremely well done, I think. Sounds like you've rewatched it recently. Uh, many, many times. No, not recently, but okay. uh, and again, there's a few things that... Remember, I have a brother who's about 10 years younger. Oh, so the, your when, excuse for going to playgrounds. for many things, yeah. Well into your 30s. Exactly. And as he was growing up, The Little Rascals was a, was a banger on the old VHS. Yeah. But it's a great film. I don't know if you can watch it today. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't think it's on the streamers. But uh, it's somewhere it's out there. Be, it's got to be out there. Amazing stuff. Well, thank you, Whoopi, for that. Thank you, talk show host. Thank you, guy who created the scenario machine. You know, he's looking for coffees, so... Dude loves caffeine. The dude loves caffeine. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with a parting shot. (laughs) 
listeners, welcome back. And Neil, welcome back with your linen shirt and cotton undershirt. I'm shocked by how much this is uh, This is kind of become a topic for the podcast. Well, I've been staring at it for an hour. Do you like so. it or is it just... Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like I it. Good. I, I also like the beige and white, like Earthy offset, tones. really tones. sustainable of you. I've been told that because I'm so pale, I should veer more towards pale clothing because it makes me look less pale. You've been told that? Many times, yes. By your girlfriend? Uh, fashion people. Fashion people, people, people okay. Who know fashion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mostly girls, but what? you know. Uh, what a show. Yeah. I believe this is the case that if you're if you're very pale, you want to kind of unpale yourself through your you know outpaling yourself with clothes. That's okay, the, that's the way to do it because then you look tanned by comparison. Right. right. Sorry, this was not the topic. Of no, the, definitely the not. There you uh, go, Neil. The topic was following up on this wonderful journey you took me on last episode, which was the ultimate celebrity casino heist. Fantastic. Listeners that haven't already, go back to episode thirty. You're in for a treat. Now we selected my team after big deliberations to take on the casino heist Charlize Theron as the driver Miley Cyrus as the hacker Quentin Tarantino as the demolitions expert Eliud Kipchoge as the muscle and Michelle Obama as the con woman I'm from New York and I know a con when I see one (laughs) that is a huge call to Michelle that is that is Uh, Michelle thanks so much for joining us Mm. now we threw out some polls to the listeners to see who they would want for the categories of actor and musicians. When we asked them, which actor would you take on a casino heist? It was a two-way tie for Ooh. first with 38% of the vote. Margot Robbie and Charlize Theron. Wow. So they back my Charlize. Yeah. But, you know, what was your also Margot. Against, yeah, what was your point against Margot? My point against Margot... No, it was more a point for Charlize yeah. that... She just I needed her as the driver yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was in the Italian job and did yeah. that. I was even thinking after that might have been underusing Charlize because she's so she's one of those like multi-talented, you know, driving right. is one thing and we know she can drive, right? But no. she could have been any of the roles, I think. Yeah. Well, we got feedback from our friend Jason Statham, hey. friend of the podcast, of course, yeah, yeah. who said that while they were filming the Italian job, yeah. she was killing it on the drive. That was good feedback so, from Jason after yeah. he listens to the podcast. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. Defo, yes. Um, so yeah, Margot Robbie, what would be the argument there? Our listeners just clicking around but not saying much. Could, yeah, they didn't They didn't weigh in but I guess like she's just so insanely successful right now. She's like beloved and I think if anything else a lot of our listeners just want to, you know, collaborate with her. Just want to be working on something with her because she's yeah. just that damn good. She's got like two movies a year and at least one in Oscar she, contention every exactly. year, right? And she, even when she's in bad movies, like when she was uh, in Birds of Prey or like the the um, the DC movies where she was uh, Harley Quinn, she, those were bad movies. But even then, she right. managed to make them her part good, at least you know. Amazing She'll be stuff. around. Maybe she's the next Charlize, actually. Yeah. Well, there you go. And maybe on the next Celebrity Ultimate trip, we we do find a space for her, but just not this time. Okay. Thank you, Maga. And then we asked them about musician. What musician would you take on a casino heist? Mm. Tied for last, Kanye and Billie Eilish with 14%. Interesting. Tied. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Miley Cyrus then mm. with 29%, who, was, who we chose. Okay. The boss stealing the show with 43%. First place. Landslide victory. Whoa, okay. That says more about our demographics, actually. I think our listeners uh, skew a bit more towards Springsteen, but... Who's also a broad church in himself, right? Indeed, so, indeed. Yeah. yeah, shockingly enough. Yeah. Anytime he plays here, you'd be surprised. Like, all sorts of people are going oh, to. Oh, incredible. Yeah. People so, like me. But they want him in, and I think we had the old ageist argument there again, where wasn't it that we thought he might... His, his, his like, 
stamina might not be up to he was it. getting tired you know yeah. he just finished a tour i mean what role would we put him in here of these roles mm. muscle i know that's he, what you're saying he's tired he's also like, often you know singing about i'm driving in uh, my true, car true 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 a lot of car based songs yeah probably a decent chunk of his portfolio is car based actually he is fit yeah that's the what muscle. i was thinking he's he, yeah. he's like a he's in good shape i think he looks after himself yeah well i'm yeah. not going to put him up for hacker i think he's not that generation you know? i yeah. i would Sorry venture say. and say he's not yeah. Yeah. yeah okay well there you have it now i just wanted to take you through a, a very quick rapid fire neil yeah. of our team in the news yeah please at any point you tell me what you're most interested in. charlize will no longer undergo body transformation for a role i like that miley had a new song come out and reflected on her mental health which song was that do we know no uh no no fair uh, but apparently a huge hit at the moment okay our radio listeners will know. Sure. Quentin Tarantino. I'm making them for me. Everyone else is invited. Thanks, Quentin. Yeah. Which one is he making? Is he actually in progress? Or do we know? What's well, coming? he always said 10, right? So there must be one more. Yeah, I don't trust him, though. No. Like, it's going to be like um, Studio Ghibli, you know? Yeah. They just, every movie they make, they're like, and now, guys, this is the last one. Like the Elton John farewell tours. Exactly. And then 40 years, years later. later. I need money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I like money. Sorry. Oh, Sir Elton. My bad. Friend of the podcast. Big friend. Eliud Kipchoge will participate in the 2023 Berlin Marathon. Collective groan from every other marathon runner. Like, oh, <laughs> exactly. Fuck, time actually t- Just retire already. I was going to run yeah. this one, but now I'm like, to some point. I'm not going to win it. And final in the news, Michelle Obama. Mm. There are lukewarm rumors making the rounds of a presidential run. Michelle, I love you. You're great. Don't do it. Do it in the Barack voice. <laughs> Michelle? No. No, I can't actually. Michelle, the my only legs thing, hurt. This is the problem. My legs hurt. The only thing I can say as Barack Obama is my legs hurt. <laughs> Everything else is uh, is a no-go, unfortunately. So no Michelle presidential run? I just think it's not the right thing. I think she's great. Like It's just that she's not like a legislator. She hasn't she hasn't got any sort of political... Okay, of course, Trump got elected on, on the back of that. But like, she just she has been around it and, and is, is um, certainly someone who I would like to see in any manner of roles. But just that particular role of like being the president, I do think you do need... A, bit of a history of like actual governing or like you know new podcast coming out hers yeah okay she might there are lukewarm rumors also there of whether she will join the lip podcasting network that is the most generous employment of lukewarm i have ever (laughs) heard these are freezing cold rumors if anything you're somebody that likes their coffee lukewarm i like the outside chance of anything you know i'll always i'll always take a one percent bet as i've seen from my fancy uh and your stock investments and everything else beside the point yeah but uh this is one i'm not sure even i would bet okay but never say never and i you know i was one of those smug people who when trump announced he was running i was like ha good luck to him and uh, I was, as many people were, significantly wrong. So, uh, so yeah. Any parting shot for our listeners? Not so much, actually. Although I would like to repeat myself a little bit from the start and reiterate our call for spreading the word. For the three of you that have managed to listen to the podcast all the way through. Respect for that. Thank you very much. But, you know, we didn't plug the socials this time. And I think let's, let's give them a reprieve of that. Yeah. And instead, that. Of, instead of plugging the socials, let's just say, guys, hey, hey, spread the word. Give the gift of postulation this holiday season. Exactly. Or if you hate the podcast, send it to one of your enemies and make them listen to it. Absolutely. That also works. It it feeds our analytics either way. We're happy either way. We're fine. We don't don't get a little smiley next to the listens. No, exactly. It's listens or no listens. Listen or no listens. That's how we go. 
Neil Fitzpatrick, thank you. Nicola, V-O-L-P-I. It is a pleasure as always. And uh, keep fascinating. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>